Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 84, season 2, Red Wings Rant. We've only got a couple more episodes before I figure I'm going to hit the reset button and go to season 3. Um, but uh, as, shoot, this is this is going to be another fun recording, I think. Um, I would say probably more fun than the last one. Uh, some folks uh, were, were not happy with uh, coverage from uh, in the last press conference, but uh, we're not going to talk about any of that today. We're only going to talk about uh some hockey right because we had we had the red and white game and i thought it would be another fun time uh, as we wrap up uh, the red and white game as we wrap up training camp up in traverse city and uh, getting closer to our preseason games if uh, we just had another opportunity for everybody to kind of chit chat talk about who you're a fan of of uh, what was going on today i want you guys to shoot in into the comments uh, what you loved most and then we have a couple of highlights and uh, a little bit of a little bit of news to go over uh, today. So, so to start, I, I thought we'd jump in uh, with what that uh, what that news was. And uh, a couple of a couple of bits were just tweeted out. Uh, this, is, of course, coming from the uh, the post uh, presser from the red and white game, uh, but coming from uh, Max Boltman himself, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, we've got uh, so, you know, some bits here from uh, some injuries that uh, aren't aren't really going to hurt us at all. Uh, because it sounds like these guys aren't hurting too bad either. But uh, some of this is just routine. Stall, not hurt. Just not playing today was uh, was sort of uh, how that was uh, discussed online on Twitter. Uh, Dylan Larkin was planning to set out as part of his uh, progression. Um, you know, <laughs> him being out of the game, it's not like this was an opportunity uh, for him to earn a spot or anything like that. Uh, I think he's got his spot pretty locked in. So if anything... I mean, you could look at that. This is almost a positive that uh, Dylan was out because uh, despite the goalies, you know, not having that extra bit of uh, veteran test and, and skill to be tested, uh, you had a better opportunity for some of these guys uh, to, to show off and see if they could make that difference. So, I, you know, I, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, not good that, you know, Larkin's still healing and that he's, you know, still recovering kind of thing. But but good at least for, for this team that is – Certainly completely focused on prospects and trying to grow that way. Uh, but um, the last couple of points here from the uh, the Max Boltman tweet, uh, Bergman and uh, McIsaac are, are, I guess, were described as just progressing. So 
not too much uh, to gain from that, but that uh, wasn't anything where they said they're just completely out. So thumbs up there. Uh, we did get noticed 10 minutes into Jakob Verano's first uh, practice up in Traverse City, uh, an upper body injury. Uh, super huge bummer. But um, as, as this story progresses, uh, we don't really have, at least as far as I could tell, the only reporting I saw was everybody saying we're in a press conference. And when I say everybody, I mean like, um, you know, you, you, you've got your beat writers. Uh, we were in a press conference, did not see the injury happen. Uh, so if anybody has any news on that or has seen anything online to say what happened to uh, Jakob Verana, uh, let me know. But uh, Max just tweeted out that he is seeing uh, Jakob Verana, that uh, is, is seeing a specialist tomorrow. So I, I went ahead and I have my resources. I, I mean, this isn't like breaking news, but this is just kind of where you want your head to be. We're going to see a specialist, right? Um, this is and uh, the opinion that I asked for. I said, base this on a sports injury. They're going to see a specialist because whatever's going on isn't just something where you can look at it and physical therapy is the option to heal. Um, so we're, we're at least, you know, at the very least, we just want a second opinion. At the most, uh, the part where we get really worried is that something is is far beyond uh, the trainers from the Detroit Red Wings, and uh, there's something that is much worse. Or, I mean, God forbid, for Jakob Verana's sake, and then um, you know, for Red Wings fans who want to see Verana play this year, uh, could be much worse and could be injury. Uh, I mean, injury surgery. Uh, so, I guess that's just where we want our heads at. Uh, if we want to say. All right, there's a specialist um, uh, that is going to take a look at Jakob Verana. That's where you want your head to be at. So it could very well fall on either side of that spectrum where they already kind of have a plan and they want a second opinion, or it could be just outside of the trainer's uh, minds and they, they need a specialist to come in and say what's going on. Tristan, my man, what is going on? Good to see Tristan here. Uh, everybody, like I said, uh, let me know what you think about that uh, red and white game, because I, I, I guess now that I have that news out of the way, um, we can kind of just jump in here and start chatting about it, because uh, the only other bit of news is, uh, why don't we just get this out of the way, because we, we have a brand new, which I thought we wouldn't have to do this for the rest of the season, but we have a brand new Elias Pettersson offer sheet live. <laughs> Of course, the last couple of times we've done this, we've we've pretty much said this this is it. This is the last time we're doing Elias Patterson offer sheet watch. But uh, it was yesterday um, <laughs> that Elias Patterson and Quinn Hughes uh, were at the uh, U of M football game. Of course, Michigan hockey uh, tweeting this out, but you know it's just more fun for me. More fun for anybody that is still kind of thinking there's a chance, or maybe you're just hoping that Steve will do something. That's probably closer to where my head's at. But uh, there, there's our last, this has to be it, right? This is the last Elias Pettersson offer sheet watch before he goes back to Vancouver, right? Because this doesn't mean anything, right? He's just having a good time in Ann Arbor. Doesn't mean anything, right? Right? To start, I mean, high level here, uh, jump it in. And I guess as I, I we jumped into the prospect tournament, you know, we we went through uh, the start of training camp and uh, we, we kept playing this game of what do you want to see from Lucas Raymond? And I, 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 I guess I defined it as like, I want to see what we drafted. Uh, you know, I want to see the things that we all, we all said we saw from Lucas Raymond and why he was drafted number four 
overall by the Red Wings. And I, I think we're on a good streak here of that all continuing. Now, uh, the conversation of should he be uh, playing for Detroit this upcoming season, uh, that, you know, do we need Lucas Raymond to come in and get us a few extra points? Uh, you know, I, I think the way that the, um, you know, these point models work out, if you take a look at um, like Dom uh, from ooh, Lou Shizen, Lou Shizen, Jesus, I can't say it, uh, from The Athletic. Like his his model has us at 79 and a half points, right? And if you add any hockey player to a team, uh, you have to keep in mind that the hockey player that they're replacing is also bringing in some sort of point production. And if you were going to add Lucas Raymond, he would have to give like the production of like three guys uh, for us to be in the realm of the conversation of being, you know, in the playoffs. And that's not to say, you know, that's not to put down Lucas Raymond. That's to say, you know, Austin Matthews uh, cannot give the performance of three different players. So it's just to say we are still pretty far off. Uh, I think the last time we talked in depth about Lucas Raymond, uh, the conversation got into, of course, he can have a spot on this team. There's the room for it. He has shown more than enough to say that he's at least in this top nine uh, for all the forwards. But uh, yeah, it's just that question of, should you even should you even bother? And uh, I I think I think you know right now you save you save one of your years on the um, entry level contract, which I saw that point uh, thrown out there. I want to give uh, the credit to uh, winging it in Motown. You you save at least a year on that because you don't you don't want to waste it on a year. You're definitely not going to the playoffs. But you know I guess that's where I want to settle that conversation. Him making the main roster. I think there's absolutely, as I will say, you know, and I've, I've added the asterisks and the details. There's absolutely going to be a Lucas Raymond sighting wearing a, a Red Wing Jersey during the regular season. They're, they're probably going to give him enough games to keep him under, uh, you know, those restrictions and keeping that one year safe on his entry level contract. But um, yeah, I, I, there's, there's no shot of, of, you know, the conversation having any sort of, um, I don't know, giving giving anybody an opportunity to come in and say that Lucas Raymond would join this team and hurt it. I think all he does is, is help this team move up another level, even at the point he's at where we all still say, well, he needs some opportunity to develop and get a little more, a little bit more acclimated within the North American game. Absolutely. But even at this level right now, I think you see his his abilities and how how much of a difference he could make. And I would say that there was there was a bit of a struggle on both sides today. It looked like in trying to get a rhythm going, uh, because I mean, you you look at a game that ends two to two, where you you think you'd see some loosey goosey defense, you see some loosey goosey goaltending, and instead, um, I mean, on the offensive side, everything just seemed to get swept away. Uh, there weren't a lot of juicy opportunities, except you know, save for one Bratstrom amazing save and one Grice amazing save. For the most part, I, I thought this was a, a show for uh, the defenses. And then, of course, holy crap, uh, did the power plays not look great. Um, but, yeah, let, let me jump into the uh, the comments here. Sorry about that, boys. Uh, Eric Johnson, good tempo on the red and white game. And there it is, Eric. Uh, sorry, I stole your thunder. Still need to work on power play. Yeah, if, um, if we want to take anything from today – I mean, I saw Moritz Sider play a spectacular penalty kill, uh, but then I started to question like where my head was at with that. Like, we know we don't have an amazing power play, and I mean, at least for the sake of making the argument of 
who built this power play. Uh, you know, we don't even have a, a Dylan Larkin. We don't even have a fully healthy Tyler Bertuzzi, who is really, if you take a look at like points per 60 for our power play, Tyler Bertuzzi was our best player last year by far. Uh, so you don't have a healthy Bertuzzi. You don't have uh, Larkin uh, in today. So the power play wasn't at its top level. Shoot, you don't have Jakob Verana. The power play is not at its top level today. So it didn't look great. And really, uh, especially on that uh, that second uh, power play, this is, yeah, Red winning the faceoff from the get-go, but this is Cider taking the puck right now. Uh, and and this is ultimately as, as easy as it looks for a penalty kill. I mean, look look how long. This is the Red team on the penalty kill for you guys watching on YouTube. Just ragging the puck. You, you got a minute and 10 seconds for these power plays to show something off. And, and I, again, how did I start this conversation? I absolutely love Lucas Raymond. He's on the ice right now for Team White and the, the Team White power play. I mean, that that was just, woof, that was awful. Uh, Eric, you came in with the best point, uh, A-plus, my man. Um, and I'm glad I, I got that up a little bit quicker there so that uh, we weren't just waiting on dead air too long. But that that was something going into, like, the prospect tournament. I was like, I want to see some of these guys stand out from any power play opportunities. I want to see some hope. And we saw a lot of that from Lucas Raymond, actually. Uh, but as we saw in practice this past week, Lucas and, and Moritz going at it uh, right from the get-go. Uh, those guys look like a couple of friends already, uh, knowing that all, unfortunately, all the pressure's on them. Uh, they were practicing together. And Lucas, you know, gave us all. But I think what we saw was just how, I don't want to say easy, but just maybe it's how difficult it's going to be to play against uh, Moritz Sider. And he really did make it look easy to, to get Lucas off the puck, move him away from the net. And this is going to be part of that transition I spoke about earlier, where I do think Lucas absolutely has a spot in this top nine. It's just about, you know, do you waste that entry-level contract here? Um, but to get back to this power play, I think we saw where there are some struggles for, for Lucas and just kind of getting his feet underneath him. Not a bad game at all, but where you look at a guy and, and, where I was so high on him, none of that is gone. But you 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 saw some of it where some of the struggles started of him trying to get uh, some zone entries. Now that the, the talent level has taken another step up, and especially having to play against Cider, I, it just can't be. Oh God, it can't be easy to play against that guy. I mean, you've got a nickname like the Cider Nader. Um, it's not it's not going to be easy. Uh, Tristan nailing it. This was this was our boy today. Uh, Mitchell Stevens is freaking fast uh we've been uh man we've been blowing loads into our shorts since we made this trade a six round pick for mitchell stevens um now look uh do do we want to overblow this and uh talk about uh go beyond anything that this guy's going to be a fourth line center for the red wings uh, look we we definitely have to pull back on on excitement but if you had any question about Mitchell Stevens and his abilities, uh, clearly we're not going to ask him to score goals, but we play this game on Red Wings rant all the time. It's just that idea that you're not asking him to do it. That's fine. We're not expecting him to score two goals a night, but the man took advantage of his opportunities today. And that's what you like to see. And um, man, he, he sounded excited about it too. When they did their little period break interviews, even though they were just, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it at this point. Just two two periods of hockey plus some power play and a, a shootout. I guess we'll just leave it at that. But um, yeah, Stevens 
Stevens does, he did look fantastic, and it looks like they're going to tra transition easily, if not take a step above for whatever that fourth line was able to produce last year. Um, this is something, too, I think we were, we may be underrated, and I mean across Red Wing fandom, the trade value here that we are getting uh, to, to make the trade for Mitchell Stevens. Uh, this is a guy that at times, and I, I'm going to put it this way, uh, at times is able to crack the lineup for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tristan, um, he was slated to be fourth line center for Tampa last year until he was injured like six games in. By the time he came back from injury, there were like 10 games left in the season. Uh, so this is this is uh, talking about Mitchell Stevens. Uh, so he just stayed in Syracuse, had 10 points in five games with the crunch. So this is, yeah, to me, th this is probably the most in-depth coverage I've had uh, for Mitchell Stevens. Uh, so I like that, Tristan, you're coming in here with this uh, because I, I still, from from what I see, this is a guy who, you know, probably didn't get that that opportunity, however we want to say it. Um, he didn't get the opportunity he probably deserves to get. And, I mean, Tampa let him go, too. So uh, it's not it's not something where they saw him as, as something that had to stick around. And that would have been an affordable contract, I think, for Tampa, too. So that that's something they should always be looking out for. And... Um, yeah, I, I I'm glad you're throwing that in there, Tristan. But I, I this this still helps tell the story uh, for Mitchell Stevens. There's still that opportunity and that spot for him to earn. And if this is going to be the season where um, he can get through whatever injuries have been plaguing him, uh, he can prove he's getting past the Syracuse crunch. Um, this this is it, right? Um, and I I like. I like him on the fourth line. I know we've been struggling to like put together a roster, even from uh, our past episodes where we said, let's break down this depth chart. Let's break down the roster. Let's give our four forward lines. The one guy I feel like I have so much, the, the most trouble getting rid of now that we've slotted him in there is Mitchell Stevens. So this is, this is just again, more gravy to, to add to uh, hopefully seeing Mitchell continue the run here. And, and clearly you know, it's one of those things to say, was he an every nighter for the lightning? No, but we're trying to find guys that want to take that next step and feel they can, you know, take advantage of an opportunity to prove themselves. Uh, once they get one in the NHL, I think, I think right now the two top guys on that list for the Detroit Red Wings are Pew Suter, who wants to get away from the idea that he was successful because he was playing with Patrick Kane. Um, and absolutely Mitchell Stevens, who wasn't always on the ice for the Tampa Bay Lightning, thinks to himself, I could totally run a fourth line for any team across the league. And again, what we saw today was proof of that. I, I don't want to go too far beyond it. I uh, jokingly tweeted out uh, that he had already locked up uh, that fourth line center. He locked it up to, or today at that game. Uh, jokingly though, he, he's now eyeing that third line center. He's going to keep posting goals, uh, the rest of the postseason to try and get up. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four of the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. 
DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I know, I feel I feel like I'm all over the place right now, but I'm glad, Eric, you're stepping in here. Uh, you did like uh, Hirose looked improved, had a positive effect. Um, I I thought... I thought it was a pretty good shot he put on that uh, in the second period there. I, I don't have a replay of that, but that was at least something that the way he moved through the defense and put that shot on, you like to see the aggressiveness. But I, if if anything, I, I mean, this is this is just more of what we already know from Hirose, in my opinion. I He posts up fine numbers in the AHL, right? Um it's it's when everything starts to tick up. I feel like in the pressures when Hirose, it, there just isn't um, there isn't any finish there. And I shouldn't say there isn't any because obviously we've seen him put some in, but there's not enough. And you know, I think a game like this, this red and white game, and then these preseason games, this is where uh, you're you you still have this opportunity to kind of show off a little bit. I think Hirose is going to have some opportunities in the preseason here where. He's not playing against top lines going, you know, going against his opponent in these next few preseason games coming up. So what do you do? You you get those opportunities, get those shots right between the circles. You got to put them in the back of the net. Um, you know, you you can only continue to give Hirose so many shots. Uh, it's just at this point, now you, you kind of look at Hirose, at least from my perspective, and you start to peg him as um, a Grand Rapids Griffin going forward. And you just get kind of excited for, man, if, if you're going to have Lucas Raymond on the top line or even, you know, in the top six uh, and Bergeron in the top six for the Griffins to start the season, and you've got Hirose popping them off like that, playing aggressive like that, uh, trying to get back on the Red Wings, uh, that's going to be that's gonna be a hell of a team to watch this year. Another guy who who I think is is locking up at least a spot on another team. And I'm going to say that for two reasons. Um, another guy I want to talk about, though, is Bobby Ryan. Two reasons he's locking up a spot for another team. One, I think he played fantastic today. And considering this this wasn't a guy that we were even talking about until he just signed uh, the tryout, um, you know, a couple of days ago, I, I think it's tremendous. It, clearly to him, the season is important. It's important to him uh, that he's lacing them up for somebody. And he was he was a speedster out there for Bobby Ryan. At his age, looking great. Now, <clears throat> I say for another team, and I, I mean that because of where Eisman was going earlier this week with his press conference and really pushing this idea that the his prospects, the kids, need to earn and own some spots on this team. And honestly, I mean, the only guy I can imagine coming out and, uh, out of the lineup um, – who I at some points have slotted into my roster is Sam Gagne. And you're just talking about difference there, Bobby Ryan, Sam Gagne. Um, I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty similar outputs of what, what you at least want to expect. Um, at that point, you're not even putting them too high on the roster either. So 
I, I just look at that and I, I don't want to see a roster spot for the likes of, of a Giovanni Smith get taken away. And, and then we're still trying to figure in Joe Valeno. And we do see those opportunities for Raymond and Bergen to pop up. Uh, so at most, maybe we're talking about the signing turning into something, going from tryout to a roster spot. Uh, because another injury pops up, if Rana truly is going to be out for a while. But I, I really just wanted to make sure we got out there that I like the way Bobby Ryan looked today. Um, I, th I thought, I thought if anything, he did enough to kind of show off that uh, he he does he does belong um, on on some roster at some point in the season. I, I don't know with what Steve said about focusing on the young guys getting the roster spots and trying to give them more opportunities. If that does ultimately just cross Bobby off the list, uh, but you know I. It's not anything I'd be mad about. It's just not what I expect at this point um, with what with what Steve's preaching. So if that's the point we're at in the Iser plan, that we're handing the reins over to the younger guys, I think that means the likes of a Bobby Ryan only gets a shot when there's, I'm going to use the word enough, if there's enough injuries. It's tough to gather too much from this red and white game, uh, but I certainly loved uh, this Puse goal. Th this, was, this was like... Stick down. This was all strength, right? This is this is Pius using those shoulders, using his legs uh, to make sure he's not just getting the position, keeping that position, and that's huge. Uh, and we talked about uh, a second ago about Pius trying to step out of that shadow that he was in, uh, certainly for the start of the season for the Blackhawks last year, and um, that shadow being Patrick Kane's. This is something I said I wanted to see something juicy from Puse. I wanted to see something to continue to get me excited because if this is something we were just looking at the game and saying, well, Puse didn't do anything to look terrible. Uh, he didn't, you know, fall over trying to stop anybody from scoring a goal. This is this is the kind of thing I was I was uh, more or less hoping to see just to kind of get my excitement level back up for Puse because it it was something I th I think for most of us it, it might have been waning a tad. Uh, once, once you make that free agent signing, it was cool. You kind of make those connections of like, here's another guy that, um, can really stand out and say, this is Pew Suter. This is who I am. I'm not the guy who is passing to Patrick Kane. I, I am Pew Suter. And I think this, that, that was, that was at least the play to get me excited again. And, uh, you know, overall, I think Pew's played a great game. Um, and that, that was pretty much just the highlight where I wanted to see something juicier from him. And uh, we were lucky enough to get it. Final one here. I think uh, everybody would agree that it was it was pretty fun watching uh, watching the shootout for number 23. Uh, <laughs> I'm packing this one as uh, easy, breezy, beautiful uh, for Mr. Lucas Raymond. Here he comes, the rookie. Raymond up across the line, cuts wide to the left circle. Out in front of the goal. Scores! Yeah, I go. hope you guys got Off that audio. There. That's always fun in. to hear uh, Ken Cal throwing those out there with the uh, scores. Now, I put it as easy, breezy, beautiful. Uh, clearly, as a reference to uh, beauty product, uh, but that that really wasn't anything where you needed to see that you know, like the classic Datsuk shootout goal where he slows everything down and just pops one over uh, Corey Crawford. This was just straight up like Lucas probably said to himself, "I know exactly what I'm about to do here." There was no hesitation. This this is a guy who <laughs> knew the move. And that's, you know, when you see success in shootouts, those guys know what's going on. And they make minor adjustments, I think, at, like in the split second. But this 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 is the confidence you want to see in a Lucas Raymond. 
And uh, like I talked about before at the start of the show, um, when we went into this prospect tournament and I'm making the comment again, I want to see the things from Lucas Raymond uh, that made us or had us draft him fourth overall. This was one of those things. And, and clearly there are other points in this game uh, where he was playing hard on the puck. He was playing the boards. And those are things that I did not expect to see from Lucas Raymond, especially him getting out there and getting acclimated with uh, the, the North American game. But then we got the shootout goal. This is one of those things where I'm like, okay, there it is. Uh, a little different from me begging for a pew suitor juiciness, but just Lucas Raymond giving us Lucas Raymond. And um, it did look great. And another thing too, I, I was ragging on the power play earlier. I think if if there was one guy who did stand out on the power play again, it was Lucas, and it, it's just going to make it that much harder for um, the Red Wings to justify why he's not on this Red Wings roster to start the season, unless they just flat out say it, which this would be unprecedented. But unless they just flat out said, "Yeah, we're saving those, we're saving those ELC years," so no, Lucas isn't playing this year. <laughs> Just be one of, you know, uh, of course we're not going to get that, but uh, that that would be the only reason I, I can imagine he's not making this roster because he did look he did look pretty solid on the power play. They put him in two different spots. Uh, Tungay tried him out uh, on the left side and the right side. You can see him in a couple different instances. Um, pretty much on, on uh, playing on the left side was was getting the shots, and on the right side, kind of double teaming with quarterbacking, and then still putting a shot on net uh, for the power play. So that that was. Um, I don't know the standout of the power play for me, but again, that's with me coming into this episode going, man, the power play sucked. <laughs> so, so yeah, not, not, not too much together there. So uh, I guess uh, Eric, Tristan, thanks for coming aboard. You guys. Um, I was kind of hoping we get, uh, we'd get a little bit more, uh, more input. I thought we'd get some more people joining, uh, especially since that game just ended. Um of course, the Lions blow, so I thought maybe we'd get, you know, just Detroit sports fans in general. But uh, I, I last, we, we did not. Um, so wrap up here. Uh, I, I hope everybody did enjoy uh, that red and white game. Like I said, uh, I I had fun watching it. Wasn't tried to pull back on anything that I was too excited about again because of who, who was out there. I mean, you're, you're talking about a Red Wings team that uh, can compete this year if – you have a healthy first line, which would consist of Bertuzzi, Verona, and Larkin. You had an, a recovering Bertuzzi still, uh, as Eiserman put it in the press conference earlier in this week. You had a Larkin who didn't play and Jakob Verana, who now has an upper body injury that needs to get checked out. Uh, so he didn't play. So, I mean, that's not, that's not to say that there was no talent on the ice. It's just one of those things that uh, goaltenders did look solid. I thought Bradstrom... Uh, if we weren't going to give player of the game to Mitchell Stevens, I think you could make an argument for Bradstrom or for Grice. Um, but again, I, the challenge, were they challenged too many times? Eh, not a lot. Sorry if there's anybody out there that is sitting there, you know, <laughs> smashing their keyboard right now and saying, no, they, that, they were amazing. Uh, the teams top to bottom performed, uh, you know, from an offensive perspective, uh, this was stellar. I just didn't see it myself. So again, the goaltenders did play good. I, I just, I, I can't get too excited about it. Um, Eric, I like, we're wrapping up here and I, we do have to throw in lions do suck. <laughs> Live in Wisconsin. have lost too many bets. Jeez. I, uh, Eric, I am so sorry. You got to go through that. Um, man, you, you've got to go through the, uh, the extra highlights too, being in, uh, 
in Wisconsin, uh, just how many years of uh, losing and being embarrassed. Uh, God, it hurts. Um, yeah, I have uh, I have PJs uh, for my son, uh, Detroit Lions PJs, and I just I can't do it to him. You know, I don't want him to get used to those colors. I don't want him to get used to that logo and like have this thing in the back of his head where he's like, yeah, I think I like the Lions. You know, when he's like five or six, and then gets older, starts reading the paper every day like I used to, trying to get to know every single player and. Yeah, it just sets him up for pain and suffering. So uh, keep him far away from that. I think uh, I think the Red Wings uh, are on their way. Uh, but to wrap this up, uh, there's a couple of notes, and as I put in the description for uh, today's recording, there's there's a couple of notes that you can add to you know a couple of prospect names here. But ultimately, I don't think um, I don't think there's too much to pull from this. But kind of seeing like holy, you know. Holy crap! Uh, do we have? Do we still have some ways to go here? Um, so, I, before I start saying things that are too mean, I think uh, I think we got to wrap it up. Eric, gotcha. Don't do it to the kid. I promise I won't. He'll be safe. Uh, no, no more lions clothes. Uh, but thanks again uh, for everybody tuning in. Everybody uh, tunes in later. Uh, I think we're gonna edit this down so there's a, a little less hemming and hawing. Uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> Is there enough on there? A little less Hemin and Han uh, as I rolled through this and uh, we'll line up some of those videos a little bit better. But yeah, thanks, uh, Tristan, Eric. Thank you, you guys. Uh, tune it in. I appreciate it. Uh, Tristan, your man, Eric, I think I sent you a message a while back. I still need you to reply to that, man, because uh, yeah, for my for my Red Wings rant fans, uh, Eric, I want to send you a t-shirt, man. Uh, you're always here. Uh, so just, you know, send us something... Uh, it's admin at bodpodcast.com. I will hook you up, bro. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in though. And uh oh hey, and don't forget on October, let's see, the night of October 6th, we're gonna go live again and we will announce the winner of these two tickets for Thursday, October, October 21st. Uh at Little Caesars Arena, the Red Wings will play the Calgary Flames. We've got two tickets. Uh what you have to do is uh like and retweet uh our tagged post our pinned post on twitter that's at bod hockey you have to follow us on twitter and then tag who you're taking but as we mentioned last week a couple of easy ways you can get bonus entries is to uh head on over to apple podcasts uh subscribe rate and review and ultimately what we need you to do is review us and then tell us who you are so we can add you to our uh, excel spreadsheet as having done the bonus entry uh on apple podcasts and as always uh come into these videos give us uh uh, give us the comments. Let us know who you are uh, so we don't miss you. But um, for those of you that don't have a Twitter, Tristan, I'm looking at you. Um, we've already talked about it. You're on the list. Uh, you know, say hi. Say hi on this video. Say what's up. No All right. I'm wrapping up. Thanks for, thanks for doing this.